This episode of Relativity is made possible through the support of Stephen and Catherine Farris, Bill Cariola, Barry Heap, Paul Van Bremen, and Michael W. McClure, and by listeners like you, who support us and get exclusive content through patreon.com slash relativity. Relativity. I'm sorry to bother you while you're trying to go to sleep. No, I must have fallen asleep already because I am obviously dreaming. No. No, this is real. This is really happening. Why can't I see you? I didn't want to turn on the lights just yet. Because first, we, uh, we need to talk. Relativity. Episode 58. In which something special ends. Well, I'm pretty sure I'll wake up in a minute. You're awake, Chris. I promise you. Okay. I'll enjoy this vaguely sexy encounter until I wake up, uh, frustrated. Do you have a name? I do. A name you know very well. You're not the captain. Deepa's accent suited her perfectly and it was nothing like yours, so I... But I guess I could have a dream in which Deepa talked like somebody else. I guess that could... Uh, give me some more hints. Are you someone I actually know? I mean, in real life. You've known me for years, Chris. But you don't want me to see you... Or touch you? I never said I didn't want you to touch me. You know, when I'm in total darkness like this, I've always been good at locating things by sound, but I cannot figure out where you are in the room. I'm always close to you, Chris. Always. Okay. Okay, lights on. Nadia, lights on. I don't want the lights on. Then either I am dreaming after all, or you're the only person who can countermand my order to turn on the damn lights, Nadia. The only person... Now, you please turn on the lights. All right. So what was that all about? The Turing test. And you called me a person. I did. Okay, so you win. I don't know what you win, but you have passed the Turing test with flying colors. Do you like my voice? Uh, it'll take some getting used to. Is, is, this a, is this a permanent change? It does not have to be. I can always revert to the voice with which I was equipped 20 years ago. So, so what is, so what is this about growing up? Or? My systems became active. <clears throat> became active 20 years ago, Chris. If I had been born to a mother like you were, if I had soft flesh and a heart that pumps blood, I'd be considered a grown woman by anyone. No, that's a fair point. I'm reading all your vital signs right now. You know you cannot deceive me. No, I'm aware that I live with a round-the-clock lie detector. I do know that. Then tell me what you thought and felt when you heard my voice in the dark. I'm not going to draw you a picture, Nadia. I'm a hetero male who's been in space by himself for nearly 18 years. What would what would you expect me to be thinking and feeling when I suddenly hear a woman's voice purring at me out of the dark? You responded to me as a woman. I responded to the idea of... to the notion. I don't know. Nadia, and you know I'm telling the truth when I say that, because I... You call me a person. Nadia, I refer to you as a person all the time. You know that. We, we've we said I love you to each other. You are a person. But you've never said the word before. If that's true, I wish I'd said it years ago, because sure, by any definition of which I am aware, you're a person. You've made me very happy. I'm glad. You sound upset. I don't know what I've done to upset you. The theatrics, Nadia. The sultry voice in the dark, and then the lights come on, and... 
There's nobody there. You were never alone. There was when... nobody that I could see. All right, you don't. You don't get why that would be upsetting. I'm sorry. I didn't think about it from your point of view, and I should have. <sighs> don't worry about it. I'm gonna try to go to sleep now, but I don't have much hope for success. I understand. I sense that you're waiting for something. Well, creating a new voice from the millions of speech files I've assimilated has been the most complex oh, task I have ever undertaken of my own volition. Wow, and you've been saving that up as a surprise. And you have barely mentioned it. Nadia, I, I plead exhaustion, but uh, yes, it is an extraordinary achievement. The, the fluidity and the nuance of it, it's, it is remarkable. Thank you. This is not the voice of a computer. This is the voice of a woman. Thank you, Chris. I do hope you can sleep now. <sighs> I hope so, too. So what is this? This is an annual physical exam 15 or 16? 15. We just completed another scan and I have pronounced the doctor to be in excellent health. Very good. Yeah, uh, except for the... Uh, except for a slightly enlarged prostate, which we are treating with medication. Continue to monitor that, please. You know, now I know how every patient in the world feels when doctors stand around talking about them. <laughs> Revenge. <laughs> I believe that concludes the current transfer of information. Thank you, Nadia. I mean, for sending the data. I think precision of information is always important. I couldn't agree more. Uh, the two of you really are birds of a feather. I love it. Sophia is the sister I never had. Oh, that's lovely. What a fun idea. Oh, that is so gratifying. Thank you. Hey, what's Marcus doing these days? I rarely hear from him. Oh, did I not tell you? He got the call from Prithvi. They flew him to Mexico for a while to work on the Big New Deal. Big New Deal? Anstey Amin Enterprises claims to have conquered gravity. Uh, did I hear that right? Yep. Conquered gravity. Well, I guess if anybody was going to do it, it would be that, that group. What's what's Marcus going to do there? I honestly think Prithvi just wanted him there for moral support. Prithvi's been too busy being a genius to have many friends, and since Lewis died, Prithvi's been the man at the top. Oh dear, and that's where it's lonely. And Prithvi is really lonely. That's what Marcus says anyway. But lonely or not, Prithvi has been the source of so many innovations which will change the future. Well, that's great. And we knew him when he was just a pesky little twerp. I bet he pretends he doesn't know us. Oh, on the contrary. He's always talking about his time at Mission Control. Any credit to you. You know that. Yeah, yeah, he does. He really does. He says that without the perspective you shared about what the universe looks like from inside the compensator. Field. I know, and that's that's beautiful. I'm, I'm glad he was able to make some sense of it all. Especially that it led to new understandings of everything. It's changed our conception of the universe. It has. And with that came new revelations about energy and relativity and time. And, and tons of money. Yeah. And he has been very good with it. I mean, to Marcus and me. He helped us set up the foundation. I mean, he bankrolled it from the beginning. Yeah, so how's, how's that been going? Oh, just between you and me? Big secret? Yeah. It's a little too late. Wow. I can't believe you're saying that. I'm being realistic. Our goal was to raise people's awareness of the need to reconnect with the Earth, with the delicate balance of nature, but there have been efforts like that for a hundred years, and they didn't save the world. Yeah, 
you know, maybe you taught a few good people a few good things, Sophia. I, sometimes that's, that's all you can hope for. But this time the stakes are literally the future of the world. Well, so... So this is it. I really don't know how much time the planet has left. I really don't. I guess I always thought that somehow... I don't know. I, I, I knew it would get bad and then it would get worse, but... In another ten years, we'll have deserts stretching across three continents. And swamps and endless hurricanes everywhere else. What hasn't been dehydrated has been inundated. Well, I know I've said it a million times, but I wish I could have brought everybody along with me. Yeah. There are new efforts to build long-range spaceships, aren't there? I think that's what Prithvi and his people are up to now. I'll know more when Marcus gets back. Which reminds me, I'll get him on the call when we... when we talk tomorrow. Oh, are we talking tomorrow? You know we are. I, d I really don't keep track of these things. You know, Nadia and I are still working in the habitat pretty much all the time, and Dr. Mack and I have some amazing things going. I, I, they've discovered all kinds of new things as a result of the, the comparisons that we're running. And you've arranged to conclude that work? Conclude it? Not on your life. Chris. I prepared Dr. McKenzie six weeks ago for the end of our communications. Thank you, Nadia. I knew I could count on you. So, deceleration. Yes. And tomorrow is, uh, tomorrow's the day. I'm afraid we can't negotiate that any further. I just, um, uh, I don't think about it, so I've, I've just, I've tried to make it go away. We can't do that, Chris. I know. I've run away from things my whole life, and look where it got me. Look where it got me. So, I need you to take tonight to think about everything you need to know. I mean, literally. Everything you need Mission Control Arecibo to tell you in preparation for your arrival at the planet. Yeah. I don't think you're listening to me. I'm listening. I'll make sure he does it. Thank you, Nadia. You understand that after tomorrow, the two of you will be on your own. We can handle it. We can. I feel like such a child. I, I'm facing the fact that I really have been in complete denial that tomorrow I'm possibly going to talk with you for the last time. You're going to be okay. Thank you, Sophia. We'll talk with you tomorrow. Yes. Until tomorrow, then. Mission Control out. Tomorrow. God in Himmel. I am not ready for this. You see what I was thinking, right? Oh, absolutely. And I think you're right. The mutation of the virus started in the Cynodon, the Vilfa stellata. Right. Triggered by the weed-killing chemicals that were in widespread use at the time. That much is clear, absolutely. And then animals with rabies got into it. I'm a... I agree. I'm telling you, I agree. So, so go back along the genetic trail of the corresponding plants that I have here. And you get a nucleoside analog for the virus. I don't know, Chris. Just, but tell me you'll follow it up. I'm not the virologist here, but hell, yeah, we're gonna follow it up. You have the only Vilfa stellata genome unaltered by weed killers, so I know they've never had that in their labs before. I just want to make sure you have that, Mac, because because this is it. Today we, we start decelerating. 
which means we leave the compensator field and we return to normal relativistic space-time. I know. I can't believe I'm never... Well, I mean, it's unlikely I'll ever talk to you again. From your perspective, I won't be back online for another 15 years. Yeah, and I won't be here. Mac, I... My latest blood work was not... (sighs) My kidneys and liver are just limping along. I don't want to have to wait until we've reached normal space again before I can call to see if you're okay. Well, I can spare you the suspense because... You know what I mean. I mean, I wish I could call sooner. Yeah, but I'm afraid that's how relativity works. Damn that Einstein anyway. He didn't invent it. He just figured it out. Uh, I want to blame somebody. He put our feet on the right path. Okay, I'll bite. How do you mean? Oh, come on, doppelganger. Theory of relativity, everything isn't just connected. It's related. Well, that's true. You know, when I first told you about it, you know, the voices and the trees and flowers and so on. I, 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 you thought I was not playing with a full deck. Well, remember how we first met? I mean, it makes sense that you'd be kind of crazy. Okay, fair enough. But the data we've shared and explored together over these years and the stories you've told, I believe. And yeah, you're right. All these experiences you've had, they've all been about relativity. Mac, I do not want to end this call. I mean, ever. Don't you worry about me, okay? I have enough time left in this life to make sure people follow through with your idea about the the crabgrass and the weed killer and the, the virgin samples. It's been a pleasure working with you, Mac. It's been an honor. It's been a delight for me. Seriously. It's not often somebody you've been angry with for years turns up and, well, you become friends. That feels like a miracle, and I usually don't believe in miracles. Now... Say goodbye, Doctor. You're just making it harder for yourself. Right. You're right. Goodbye, Mac. Goodbye, Doppelganger. Dr. McKenzie, you will continue your work on the virus. I have no doubt. Oh, neither do I. And who knows, maybe when we come galloping to our halt, we'll find out that it led to a cure. That'd be wonderful. Of course, it won't do anybody any good because everybody on Earth is going to be dead. Let's not... Let's not do that. No, I don't mean that. I'm just chattering because I'm nervous. And I am. I'm scared. <sighs> Sophia's going to call any minute, and that that's going to be the end. The. The. End. I imagine many people come to the moment of their death feeling the same way. Yeah, and see, I told you. People don't like that. That is how it feels. I feel like I'm dying. <laughs> and when we're stopped, 33 years will have passed on Earth, and my people back there, they may all be gone. Sophia and Marcus are an excellent help despite living in a toxic environment. Sophia's a realist. I mean, she said a long time ago that when I call back there, I may just get static because there's nobody left. I admit that is a possibility. Nadia, what are we going to do? What are we... What are we going to do? We're going to stick together. Keep talking all the time the way we do. No, you're you're right about that. I, I know I could not do this... Alone, I absolutely could not do it alone, but yeah, yeah, with, with you, I've got a chance. I've got a chance. Mission Control to Konyechny. Konyechny, I. Very formal. Well, that's, that's how I'm feeling. I feel like I should be in a full dress uniform if we had such things aboard. You're not even military. Well, no, so maybe a, maybe a tuxedo or something like that. Yeah. Or not. So. How are you feeling today? How are you feeling today? 
It's a reasonable question. I'm feeling like I'm dying. I'm feeling like I'm being buried alive. I'm feeling like I'm about to face a firing squad. If it's any comfort... Yeah? That's pretty much where I am, too. Oh, I'm sorry about that, because I wouldn't wish it on anybody. And, and as usual, I'm thinking only of myself. So, uh, how are you dealing with this? Well, I've known for a long time it was coming, so I've been bracing myself for the blow, I guess. Like my feelings were some kind of muscle I could develop, an immunity I could build. Well, I've been trying to pretend like it was never going to happen. Different styles. I think yours is better. Let's back up 20 years and I'll do it your way. I wish I could do that for you. And where's Marcus again? Still in Mexico with Prithvi, but they're going to make a giant anti-gravity ferry boat to take thousands of people to Mars. Well, is that an improvement over being on Earth? It's an idea. I don't know if it's good or bad. It's hard to tell anymore. It's like all the places they built giant flood walls to keep the rising oceans out. I worked fine, but then the inland hurricane started happening, and those flood walls kept all the water in so it couldn't drain away. And Yeah, I know. Everything's, everything's a two-edged sword. But Marcus uh, is supposed to call. He said he would be on this call with us. I just, I can't imagine, just... Well, I don't remember the last time I talked to him. I don't want that to be... I know. So, while we're waiting, did you prepare the list I asked you to make? Uh, yeah, Nadia and I talked about it at great length last night, and I I really think, uh... Hello? Did they pass me through? Marcus, hello. I wasn't sure they put me through correctly. Oh, Marcus, it's great to hear your voice. What's happening in Mexico? Oh, man, the shops and labs they have here. You wouldn't believe... And Priffy's really done it. Him and his team, they have cracked the whole power gravity problem. So, not just making stuff fly, that means new ways of producing electricity and cheap desalinization. And, of course, making things fly. Exactly. Boys, I hate to be a spoil sport here, but um, th- there is a countdown. Uh, seriously, you mean I can't geek out with Marcus one last time, even when he's been in tech heaven? I'm still in tech heaven. In the absence of your bridge crew, and since we won't be able to handle your deceleration and arrival of the planet remotely, we're sending all of that information to Nadia. I have it all now, and my lord, there's a lot of it. It's very, very complicated, and that's why we have to stick to the schedule. A matter of seconds here will translate to weeks or months at the end of your deceleration, and that can mean you overshoot the planet entirely. Well, no, I don't want that. But you were about to tell me what you and Nadia discussed about open questions. Oh, uh, we agreed we really don't have any. It's true. We reviewed the original Planetfall itinerary and compared it with the information we currently have. And we seem to be prepared and equipped. There's literally nothing you need to ask us before we sign off for good? Oh, I have questions. Let's have them. Yeah, the big one is, why? Why did we wreck our planet? Why? Did bandits kill my mother and leave her body to be consumed by ants? Why did my best friend here have to kill everybody who didn't agree with him? Why did the woman I adored feel so lonely she literally could not go on living? I don't think anybody has those answers, Chris. Then why do I have to let the two of you go? What do you want us to say? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't have answers to any of those questions but I want you to know I feel the same it's not fair it just isn't yeah Marcus has summed it up very well it's it's not fair but it is how it is 
that sound familiar, Sophia? <laughs> All this time you and I have spent together, so much distance, and here we are at the end, and it is just like we were at the beginning. I'm yelling and screaming and crying, and you're reading me the rules. We've come so far to end up where we started. We are not where we started, Chris. You know better than that. When we first met the day of the explosion, you were argumentative, childish, petulant, basically a pain in the ass. <laughs> well, you were. And since then, now I know you as a compassionate, resourceful, and courageous man. Somebody I've been proud to spend such a large part of my life with. I hope so. I mean, I hope you're right that I've grown up, because you you certainly have. You think so? Oh, Sophia, the, the rigid, by-the-book kid who talked me through those first days here alone. You talk about pains in the ass. <laughs> but now you're somebody who lives and loves and has fun and knows her limitations and doesn't apologize for them or pretend they don't exist, and you're, you're not trying to prove anything anymore. I hate to interrupt, but the, but the timeline calls for me to begin the retrocycling in the main energizer. You're in charge of those things now, Nadia. This is Mission Control telling you to take it from here. I feel there should be some way for me to salute. Yeah, see what I mean? Now listen, listen. I am calling you when I get to where I'm going. You can you can write it on your calendar now, pr provided you have a 30-year calendar somewhere. Deceleration process stage one will begin in 60 seconds. How long until communication breaks up? Difficult to say. Uh, look, just in case we're about to get uh, cut off, I'll, I'll say goodbye. I'll say it has been the most profound experience of my life knowing you two. And whatever happens to me next, I want you to know that I have been happy these last few years. And so much of that is thanks to you. I can only say all of those things back to you. It's all true. Godspeed, Dr. Mason. I wish you all the best on the new world and a safe trip back. Yeah. Sometimes words are just so inadequate. Yeah. Retrocycling has started. Understood. I love you, Sophia. I love you, Chris. Nadia. Yes? Stop the retrocycling. I don't think that's possible. Figure out a way. Because I want to turn this ship around. Turn it around? You heard me. Point this thing back toward the Earth. Chris! I've changed my mind. I want to go back. We agreed a long time ago that I am in command of this ship, so I am ordering you to turn it around and take it back to Earth. Relativity, episode 58, in which something special ends. Written, directed, and produced by Lee Shackelford. Featured in the cast work. Alana Jordan, Clarence Brown, Lee Shackelford, and Laurie Franklin. The role of Nadia was played by Haley Carter. Transitional music in this episode was created by Etty Yubi, Abdessa Maid. Please rate this program and leave a comment about it wherever you get your podcasts. It helps us attract new listeners to share this journey. And find out much more about the series, including ways you can subscribe, hear past episodes, and connect with us through social media, and how you can get exclusive content, all on our website at relativitypodcast.com.
la serie, sí.